Welcome to the In Love with PMDD podcast. I am your host, Rose, your PMDD relationship expert. I have personally been suffering with PMDD for over 15 years and spent so much time desperately trying to navigate my intimate relationships, going from breakup to breakup, thinking that everyone else was the problem. I am now married to an amazing PMDD partner thanks to the PMDD-specific relationship tools that I have developed over the years, and now I am here to share them with you. Because I know that there is not much research available to PMDD partners, I am now dedicating my doctorate practice specifically for PMDD relationships. I am a traumatology doctoral candidate, and each week, I will be providing PMDD partners with my signature PMDD trauma transformational tools on how to effectively navigate an intimate relationship while having PMDD so that you can avoid the patterns of breaking up with your partner every single month and you can finally have the supportive relationship that we all desire and deserve. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now let's get into your weekly dose of PMDD relationship tools. We got this. I am out here on a wall, PMDD partners, and I have a meditation for you. This is something that I do in times where I just need to recenter myself when it comes to my PMDD relationship, my partner specifically. It's when I've had so many intrusive thoughts. I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not. And I'm not feeling loving with my partner, but I'm also like, there's a small part of me that knows that I should. It's a small part of me that feels bad. It's a small part of me that knows I'm being evil for no reason. I'm being unloving for no reason. And I can see the pain on my partner's face. I can hear their tone. We're just talking and connecting. And I want to do all the things. Something stops me. Have you ever been in that place where you know that you're not being the way that your partner deserves, but you still continue to do it anyway? So this meditation is going to help you recenter yourself. It's something that you can go outside, go on a walk, go in another room and listen to. And it's going to allow you to really remember why you're with your PMDD partner, why you care about them, why you like them, why you love them, why you want to connect with them, why you're fighting with this relationship, and why every negative thought that's going on in your mind while you're in PMDD is a lie. So first of all, I want you to breathe. And a lot of times when I do this, I have tension going on in my shoulders, going on in my neck. Sometimes I even have my fist balled up because there's just so much anxiety, so much rage that's inside of me. And I want you to remember your PMDD partner is trying their best. They may not always get it right. They may not always say the things that they need to say. They may not always do the things that they need to do in order to support you. But guess what? You're not either. And I find that we forget this so often when we're judging our PMDD partner that we don't realize we're not holding up our end of the bargain either. 
So a lot of times when we're in PMDD, we go internal and it's all about us and our PMDD symptoms. And we're not giving our partners what it is that they need, but we're giving that expectation that they're supposed to be there for us. And we're not giving them the things that they need to sustain. So I want you to know they are trying their best with what they have and a way for you to get more. If you need more, I'm going to tell you a simple way. Be loving on the days, on the times where you don't feel like it. This is not something where you have to go all out. This is not something where you have to do a lot of things extra. It is a simple text that is reminding them, I'm still connected to you. I still love you. I still like you. This is being loving to them. This is when you're getting triggered by them, when they're saying something with an intrusive thought and you think that they're being mean or you think that they're being offensive, taking a beat and just before you respond, thinking about whether they really mean it the way that you think that they mean it. So this can be a situation where they say something. I've had this happen so many times with my partner and they said simple things. It's always simple things that they've said and I I tie a meaning to it. And I want to let you know, whatever you tie a meaning to, that's what it's going to be for you. So if you tie a negative meaning towards something that they're saying, that's going to be the reality of it. You're going to begin to feel the emotions of that negative meaning, whether your partner meant it or not. So the first thing I want you to do is think about your partner. Did they mean to say it like that in a clear way? of getting clarification about what is true and what is a PMDD like is to just ask them, say, babe, when you said that, I thought you meant this. And a lot of times this has happened at the end of an argument. Once you've blown up already, once you completely said things and done things that you've regretted, and they said, I don't even know how we got here. And you thought to yourself, I don't even know why we got here. And they'll say, well, when you said this, I thought you meant this. And they said, no, that's not what I meant. And you're able to clear it up so much earlier before it gets out of control by just asking the question, did you mean this when you said this? And they'll be able to tell you, no, this is what I meant by that. Because so many times when we're listening to our PMDD partner and we're in the thick of PMDD, we're not hearing them with the same ears that we would normally hear them with, with the ears of the truth. We're hearing them with all, with the filter of all of those thoughts and all of those things that really just aren't true. So it is our responsibility to just figure out what's true and what's not and to ask those hard questions. And I know so many times we don't want to admit that we're in PMDD because it feels like a weakness. It feels like, okay, I have to tell them that I'm in something. I have to, you know, let down my guard and just be like, hey, I'm not all there, you know, in a sense of comprehending what's real and what's not. But you have to be able to do that in order to move forward and really see okay, is what you're saying true or is it not true? And so a lot of times if you ask that question and your partner says, no, I meant it this, I meant it this way, you're immediately going to calm down because that defensiveness is going to go away. Because a lot of times when we get into that PMDD rage, it's because we're looking at our partner as if they're the enemy. But I want you to begin to look at your partner as if they're trying their best. 
I want you to begin to believe that your partner is doing everything that they can to be there for you. Because when you have that sense of compassion, when you have that sense of understanding, you're going to be able to come to them. And when you hear them say certain things, you're going to say, you know what? I don't think that my PMDD partner meant that, or I don't think whatever their name is. I don't think that so-and-so meant that. I don't think that they meant it that way. And taking that pause and questioning the intent behind the things that they're saying. So I know so many times when you go to someone and you start to tell them, you will not believe what my partner said. I've I've been guilty of this before, where you just go to your friend who you can vent to and you start to tell them things that your partner has said, things that your partner have done, and they may defend them and be like, defend you and be like, you know what? That's messed up. I can't believe they said that, or I can't believe they did that. But you're tying it to the story that you have in your mind. You're saying it's so messed up. You're painting the picture of how they're speaking to you in a way that it makes your partner your enemy. But that could be completely taken out of context. So now your your friend is only responding with, oh my goodness, there's this person that's treating them wrong and I need to support them. And they can start to draw you away, draw you away from your PMDD partner, not because they're a bad person, but because they want the best for you and they don't want to see you hurt and they want to protect you. And in a way for you to protect your relationship, which is your job when you're in this relationship, is your job to protect your partner. And a way to do that is to make sure that everything that you're putting out there to the world is accurate. And a lot of times when we get in PMDD, it's hard for us to do that. It's hard for us to tell our truth in what is really going on in our relationship because we believe the lies. We believe the PMDD lies. We're so entangled in it. I remember so many times where I was so sure that my partner said this and meant this whole thing behind it. But if you take a moment, and this is what I do with my private clients, I take a moment and we discuss what your partner actually said and what you attached to that that caused the meaning that's negative, that caused the meaning that made them the enemy, right? Because the ultimate goal of you and your partner is to be together, is to be in love. That's it. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't make it into something that's so much more than it is and saying ulterior motives and, and they're getting and you start measuring, you know, what they're doing for you, what you're doing for them. And you get into the ego of saying, I do all of this for them and they don't do half of this stuff for me. No, that's when you're getting into the comparison and you're getting into the ego. But I want you to remember your partner, how they were when you first met them. What did they want to do with you? They wanted to spend time with you. They wanted to love on you. You wanted to love on them. It is so simple. That's it. That's all you all wanted from each other. But when we get into PMDD and the ego comes, we begin to think that there's so much more tied to that. So every comment that they make, we begin to get frustrated with them because they don't understand our PMDD. Because our emotions aren't regulated because we're on high alert. So I'm going to give you an example of this. And this used to happen to me when I woke up first thing in the morning. And I was completely irritated from PMDD, from my symptoms. I didn't take the time to regulate myself like I do right now. 
and I immediately woke up angry. <laughs> and this could be a situation where I wasn't in PMDD the day before, and then my partner experienced me waking up in PMDD. And I want you to just think about the shock of that. Can you imagine if you have a partner that's happy-go-lucky, if you have a partner that's like, yay, like, I love you, I'm there for you, it's me and you against the world, all those things, and then you wake up with a partner that's like, I can't deal with you right now, or you wake up with a partner that's starting to question your intentions, that, that say your partner gets up and they check their phone. Now it's not a situation where they're just getting up and checking their phone. You're starting to question their intentions. Who are you texting? Who are you talking to? You're starting to look for certain people to tie your narrative to. Oh, you're talking to your coworker. Oh, you're talking to your friend. Like you're starting to accuse them of things that they were normally doing that you had no issue with. Can you imagine how they're feeling attacked by you waking up in PMDD and then all of a sudden you're having a problem with everything that they're doing and they're having to walk on eggshells because every time they turn around, you're accusing them of something. You're telling them that they're wrong. You're telling them that they're not doing it right. I literally had a partner years ago, years ago, and I remember this, that broke up with me. And I said, I can't believe you broke up with me. After all we've been through, we were together for a couple of years. And you know what they said? I couldn't live with always being the person that was wrong, always doing something wrong. I couldn't live with that because as much as I loved you, as much as I cared about you, I couldn't live with you every single month telling me that I was wrong. And I, in the time... I literally thought it was the other person's fault. I said, I can't believe they broke up with me. I can't believe they gave up. But you know what it was? It was my inability to come outside of my symptoms and say, you know what? I know that I'm feeling this way, but in a week, in two weeks, I'm not going to feel this way. And the expectation of thinking that they should just snap out of it. I know I couldn't do that. I know I couldn't do that. If my partner had PMDD, and I had to turn it on and turn it off every single month, I would, I would fail or I would have a hard time adjusting or it would take me a moment. And the problem is when our PMDD partners are trying to adjust, they're trying to get their, their training wheels on and saying, okay, she's in PMDD. Okay, let me make sure I do this. I mean, while they're in the process of doing that, we're criticizing them and we're automatically expecting them to just switch like we switch and saying, what's wrong with you? You know, I'm in PMDD. Even if you didn't tell them that you're in PMDD, you're expecting them to know. And you're so irritated because you don't have the time to sit there and explain to them, okay, when I'm in PMDD, this is what's happening. And this is why so many PMDD partners really, really, really need to take my course, which is so simple, called the PMDD Partners Path. And it's the beginner's guide to being a better PMDD partner by really understanding what to do, what to not do, how to understand what PMDD is. This is something that you need as a foundation for your PMDD relationship. So go to my website, www.inlovewithpmdd.com and take that course. Because until you take that course, you're not going to have the beginning foundation of how to build off of that. Everything that I'm teaching you as far as my tools on the podcast, it is with the understanding that you know what to do when PMDD comes, right? 
I'm giving you additional tools on top of that, but you need to take that beginner's course so that you understand the shift, the shift from when you're in love and you're in that place where you're just enjoying each other and you're in that follicular place where you're all in love and then bam, PMDD comes. How is your partner supposed to handle that? I know that it took me years to figure out how I'm supposed to handle that as the person with PME. So if you're expecting someone who doesn't have that shift in emotions to automatically know when to shift, when to shape shift, that's unrealistic expectations. And over time, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. So you need to be able to give your partner the tools Your partners want to know the tools. I, oh my gosh, I coach so many PMDD partners that just tell me, Rose, I just need to know what to do. Tell me what to do and I'll do it, right? And if you're not willing to invest in your relationship in a way that you're giving them the basic tools, and if you're expecting that they're just automatically going to know, If you're sending them an article and saying, hey, I'm in PMDD, so then you should automatically know how to act, that's not going to happen because it's not natural. PMDD is not natural. It's far from natural. It's probably one of the most unnatural and rare things that a person has to deal with because it's so cyclic. And when you deal with psychology, when you're dealing with something that goes on and then goes off and then goes on and then goes off, the ability for another person to shift into those different modalities over a long period of time takes training. And that's what I do with my private clients. And that's what I do in the PMDD partners path. And this is not something where it's a negotiable, where it's like, okay, well, we can see how it works. You're risking your relationship by seeing how it works. You're risking seeing how far that you're willing to push your partner until they get to the edge. And then if they break up with you, and then if they say, I can't do this anymore, then you're going to blame it on them. And then you're going to say it's your fault. But is it? Is it? Like, that's why I'm here. I'm here to provide the tools. And I know, I know that a lot of times before I came on the spectrum that there weren't any tools. And so there was that excuse of like, well, I don't know. I don't have any tools you know, to, to deal with my PMDD relationship, but now you do. So if you're not in a position to invest in that, then that says a lot because it's risking a lot. And I'm telling you, because I've been there and I've lost PMDD partners, really good people, right? Nothing wrong with them to where it was like a deal breaker, just, just people that I didn't have the tools to handle. And I am beyond grateful for my PMD partner that I have right now. And he is amazing. But I also know that I ruined, I ruined a lot of relationships because I didn't have my tools, because there was no podcast, because there was no person telling me the things that I'm telling you right now. So if you're not taking advantage of everything that I'm giving you, you're risking something that you are going to regret for a very long time. And I don't want that for you because I've seen, I've felt, I've seen and felt the pain of that. I've worked with clients who've come to me where it's too late, where I know I've worked with them before and I'm like, hey, or I've talked to them on Instagram and I'm like, hey, we should book a session. You know, we should see how things go. And they kind of put it off. And then by the time that they came to me, it was too late. 
their partner was already out cards folded i'm not doing this anymore i've been in this cycle i know how this goes every month and they weren't in a position to even receive anything that i gave to them because it had taken so long because they had been oh they had been battered emotionally verbally abused by us with PMDD and saying you're doing everything wrong and I can't believe in the lashing out and that's not something that they should have to deal with because I newsflash anyone that doesn't have PMDD they don't have to deal with that so it's not like as long as you tell them that you have PMDD they should be able to experience verbal and emotional abuse I mean I've seen what my partner has literally told me I can't do this anymore because it's so emotionally, it's, it's literally making my mental health go down by trying to hold on to you and telling me that they wanted to leave. And I, I was mortified. I was like, what? Like, no. Well, after the fact, I was trying to fix it and trying to do all the things because I'm a person that's like motivated by fear. And it's kind of like, oh my God, like I, you ever been in those moments where you've gone off and you just, you're in PMDD and you're, you're like, you know what? I went too far. I went too far. And I want to let you know, if you're in that place and you're teetering that line where you're going too far and you know, you're going too far and it's been months of you going too far, I caution you to keep going in this direction without getting the tools, without showing them that it's not just about them understanding that you have PMDD. It's about you all putting in the work together. It's about you putting in the tools together. And I I cannot tell you the pain of regret and how horrible that feels and how long it takes to dig out of because I, I initially, when you're in PMDD, it's easier because, you know, if the partner says they want to leave you, the ego's there and you're like, fine, you probably weren't the right one for me. There's probably another person who can deal with me and my PMDD, or maybe I'll be single. And I want to tell you that is a lonely road. You do not want to travel when you know who you are. You know that you're a loving person. You know that you have love to give. You know you want a family. You know that if you put your heart into it and you put your work into it, you can have that relationship. And if you don't believe that, I'm here to tell you that you can. Me and my PMDD partner that I have right now, we have been through it all. We have been through it all, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I am so grateful that he's still here. But I also know that the reason that he's still here is because I've utilized the tools that I'm sharing with you. If I did not, and he has literally said this, if I didn't, if I just let things coast and go as they were going, we would not be together. And I would have to literally watch him, stalk him probably on social media, love someone else. And I say to you, as I'm closing this out, do you want to watch your partner, your PMDD partner, love someone else because you're not willing to invest in the tools that it takes to love them and to make it work? If you need help, if you need a session with me, 
if you need to get into this beginner's course to give you the framework that you can repeat again and again and again, you need to go to my website, www.inlovewithpmdd.com and get it. Book it. Invest in it because it is going to be worth it in the end when you're able to have months and months and months of PMDD and not have this relationship trauma, this relationship issues that is causing you so much stress. Like I have months now, months and months, and I've never had this before. I promise you, I've never had months of going through PMDD and not had trauma, relationship issues, like all of these arguing, fights and all of these things. I've never had that. But I started utilizing my tools and we get through everything. And my partner feels loved and seen and validated. And I know that this podcast is not just for us who have PMDD, but it's partners that are listening. And guess what? They want you. They want you to invest and to use these tools so that they can be with you and love you and have that peace. I would not be here getting my doctorate in PMDD studies that I've switched, that I've changed the trajectory of my whole entire life to provide you with these tools for you to not utilize them. And so I'm telling you right now, listen to the tools, use the tools, and they work. But they only work if you utilize them. Okay? So I want you to not only listen to this podcast, listen to these tools, but also share it with other people because I guarantee you that there are so many other PMD partners that are struggling. We've all been there where we've looked at the boards, we've looked at all of these groups on Facebook and Instagram where we've just seen these posts of couples breaking up and being miserable and this is what caused me to start doing what I'm doing. And I'm asking you to carry that on because if I'm helping you in any, any little way, I'm asking you to share this so that it can help someone else too. Because just like you don't want to see yourself struggling, we don't want to see other PMDD partners struggling just because they have this disorder that they did not ask for. So I want you to know you can have an intimate relationship with PMDD and I'm here to give you the tools on how to do it. You got this. I hope these PMDD trauma transformational tools help you and your PMDD partner. If you found this podcast helpful, please comment and leave me a five-star review to help other PMDD partners find our show with these tools and support. This is how you can help support the show and other PMDD partners. For everything that us PMDD partners go through, we should not have to do this alone. So until next time, remember that we can have the relationship that we desire and deserve while we have PMDD. We got this.